It's time for the Power Hour of Love, starring Charboil and El Bandito. Welcome to the Fiesta. Hey everybody, welcome to the Power Hour of Love starring Charbol and El Bandito. Only here on Podunk Radio, Thursday night, 10 o'clock, rock and roll. How you doing tonight, El Bandito? Ooh, I'm doing as fantabulous as ever, senor. How about yourself? Oh, well, you know, you, you know I'm doing really good because, you know, it, it's a special day today. <laughs> That's right. For all of you lucky, beautiful listeners out there who are able to join us today, you get to help us celebrate. I hear it's somebody's birthday. I do cocaine. Senor Charbo's birthday. Yeah, it's my birthday. Taking a bath here in the thing at Burger King. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we we did know the the BK bather for a while there, but uh, definitely, you know, I'm not taking a bath in the sink. You know, I, I need a much bigger <laughs> thing to take a bath in. But yeah, definitely, man. I'm uh, you know, people are always like, oh, oh, I'm feeling so old. Oh, you know, stuff like that. No, not me, man. I'm like, I'm ready to go, man. I'm feeling freaking pumped. I'm gonna, you know, freaking this week I'm gonna go out on a party. I'm, I'm gonna party <laughs> like I'm 18. That's what I like to say, man. You know, like, like, like people are like, how old are you? I'm like, I'm 18. <laughs> but it's like, obviously a lie, you know, but it's, it's still cool. Like, you know, it's like, I just feel like I have that much energy. Well, that's awesome. Can you attribute that to a lot of like your dieting and exercise lately? Well, maybe, but this weekend I don't plan on doing a lot of that. I plan on breaking a lot of my diet and probably not exercising at all. <laughs> so um, I don't know if I want to talk about that. <laughs> but, okay. Well, no no pressure, especially considering it looks like all the folks in studio here have got you a nice, big, beautiful cake. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. I was I was so, so surprised when I walked in here and I saw that, you know, and I was like, hey, um, um. Is that a low carb cake? But um, yeah, definitely. Well, we did get a carrot cake, so hey, there you go. It's made of carrots, I suppose. Exactly. (laughs) That's probably healthy. Hey, hey, well, I'm definitely planning on eating that whole thing myself later. So (laughs) don't think about taking a piece of it. No, I'm just kidding, man. You, you, we can share. Yeah, you underestimate my sneakiness. (laughs) But I'm glad you've been having so much, uh, you know, good health and exercise lately because you know. Like you said, pretty soon you're going to be out there jumping into the Royal Rumble. Oh, you know it, man. Like, you know, I don't know if I'll make it into the official Rumble, but, you know, even if I got to just go to one of the local Rumbles around here, I'd be happy. But, yeah, <laughs> I, will, I will at some point make my, you know, entry into the ring, you know. And, yeah, definitely, man, you know, uh, like you're just leading in there. You know, I know we're getting very excited because we got a really cool uh, WWE pay-per-view coming up this weekend, too. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I was driving at. We have this event coming up called the WWE Fast Lane. And, you know, if it wasn't, you know, I, I'd be a little mad if there was another event going on my birthday weekend. But, you know, I'll let the WWE get a pass because let me tell you, the main event sounds awesome. You want me to tell you about it? Oh, absolutely. Please do. Oh, it's going to be a uh, it's going to be for the WWE Universal title. And it's going to be Kevin Owens, who's the current champion versus But yeah, so you know Goldberg's going to get a shot at the title. That's awesome, man. So I'm going to make my prediction now. 
which I know we've kind of talked about this, like mm-hmm. on the uh, off the air. You know, we uh, I have a feeling you know Goldberg will win. You know, he'll beat Kevin mm-hmm. Owens, and then you know he'll go on to WrestleMania, and him and Brock will have a title match instead of just like a you know part two to their. You know, what was it, 37-second <laughs> match back at Survivor Series? No, absolutely, but then it will actually be a title match. The two of them will be fighting together for a title, which I think is really, really cool. Absolutely, and I know, El Bandito, you're always so busy out there romanticizing the sexy women that <laughs> you, you know haven't it. been able to keep up so much on like what's going on with Raw. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, Kevin Owens turned on Chris Jericho. Really? His best buddy. And yeah. They were so, much, so good friends. They were almost as good as friends as we were. Oh, no one should ever turn on Chris Jericho. That dude's awesome. <laughs> you know it, man. Well, you know what I think that's going to call for is a Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens match at WrestleMania. Oh. So I wonder if Jericho is going to come get involved at Fastlane to kind of, you know, <laughs> but I mean, you know, they could just have Goldberg squash, you know, Kevin Owens too. You know, it's not, not outside the realm of possibility. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility at all that Goldberg would totally destroy Kevin Owens. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's cool because, you know, that dude's not your average size champion. Mm-hmm. He kind of makes me think of like Bam Bam Bigelow and some of the other big guys that used to be in wrestling. Yeah. But um, yeah, people, you know, have been following him like throughout the indies and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So I know he's got a huge fan base, but I yeah. just haven't caught on to the whole KO you know, fans. No, I hear you. And you, you make a great comparison there because he really does have that sort of Bam Bam Bigelow-ish physique, you know? Yeah, yeah. So you're right. It's kind of an old school take on wrestling. But, uh, you know, being more of a comic book fan than a wrestling fan, I, I always kind of compare the two just from the physique aspect of it, you know? Sure, sure. And there's a lot to be desired, I think, on the Kevin Owen front. Not that I want to fight the guy. I'm sure he'll kick my ass, you know? But Sure, sure. <laughs> I mean, I have that uh, uh, power bomb, sit-down power bomb thing that he does. Like, that that, that thing looks brutal, you know? Sometimes oh, totally. he power bombs him into the freaking... I mean, it's not a Kevin Nash, like, jackknife power bomb, but, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the hardest power bomb in the business. <laughs> no, absolutely, but uh, did, was I correct in hearing that The Rock was actually made an appearance on Raw? Yeah, it was... Uh, he was there, but I guess they didn't really showboat his appearance so much. But okay. after the event had ended, like the, you know, or I should say, after it went off the televised uh, broadcast, mm-hmm. he came out and um, he called CM Punk, who you know, former WWE employee, you know, left very quickly a few years ago. Um, uh, he called him up on the phone just because so many people were chanting his name during the uh, during the event. Like they wanted, uh, they wanted him there. Of course, you know, Punk's not even interested in wrestling no more. He tried sure. to do an MMA thing, and that kind of fell right on its face. So who knows? He might be coming back. But yeah, The Rock called him and left him a voicemail and was like, "Hey, you know, we just want you to. I want you to know that this this arena wants you." And like, <laughs> you know, they were all yelling his name and stuff. And then he went on Twitter and he was like, "Hey, thanks a lot, San Diego or wherever, wherever they were at." You know, sure. to just be like, "Hey, he appreciated it." But you know, who knows? It could be. You know how WWE is usually they wouldn't let like something like that out if they didn't have some plans you know (laughs) no doubt so well i'll be anxious to see how that manifests but speaking of the rock being over in san diego it turns out he actually did make an appearance at another event we wanted to talk about the academy awards oh really yeah tell us about what's going on on that end i heard there was some uh rough waters 
Yeah, there definitely was some rough waters out there. I guess the Academy Awards seems like it's taking a page out of the Grammys book by fucking up a whole bunch of what they're doing oh. to the point where they have this great image of The Rock and you can tell that like the look on his face is like he's trying hard not to completely drop the people's eyebrow okay. on, like, the Academy Award up there because his face is just stunned yeah. that like they screwed up the best picture of the year yeah. award. That, that's that's heavy. I mean... Yeah, yeah that's kind of like what everyone's tuning in for yeah and you know for those of you who didn't catch the story apparently presenting the best picture award was warren Beatty and shirley mcclain okay and they went out there i always think of die hard when i hear that yeah. shirley mcclain that's man. awesome but yeah they, they went up to announce the best picture and apparently they gave them the wrong envelope oh. that was for a completely different category and warren Beatty pulled the card and noticed and then tried to show it to Shirley MacLaine to be like, hey, is this the wrong thing? And she just read the winner, thinking oh. he was just letting her read the winner. Yeah, not even so, thinking. Yeah, yeah they, they announced La La Land as the winner of the Best Picture of the Year for 2017. And it turned out that that was totally not who they wanted. And they stopped the award like right in the middle of it. And the people were on stage trying to give an acceptance speech. And, you know, Warren Beatty turned around and was like, oh, let me explain what happened. And Jimmy Kimmel was the host, and he was like, oh, you don't have to explain. And Warren Beatty was like, yeah, the fuck I do, dude. You know, well, yeah. you, you made me look fucking stupid up here. You know? Absolutely, man. So he did. He explained the situation and showed the card so it would be caught on camera and was like, yeah, they, they gave me the wrong shit. You know, and like, I, I, you know, he didn't want anyone to think he was fucking around. So, wow. So, did, did La La Land end up winning something else? Yeah, they I, ended I, up winning a bunch yeah. of other awards. <laughs> and, and what's funny is they were nominated, I think, for the most awards out of any single movie in the Academy wow. Award history. It was something like 17 nominations in different categories. And then they didn't win Best Picture of the Year. You're like, what, what are so you So, it doing? wasn't outside the realm of possibility for them to win. So, it wasn't like they pulled like Suicide Squad. Or yeah, no, no. Which, by the way, we will for till the end of time now have to refer to it. It as the Oscar winning, the Academy Award winning <laughs> Suicide Squad movie. So that's just for you, DC Eric. There but you go. they did win the Academy Award for makeup. Yes. Um, you know, with uh, you know, the the really cool killer croc makeup and whatever the fuck they did <laughs> to Harley Quinn. You know, I guess people like that. But I'm pretty sure it was the other characters that really sure, rocked sure. that in. But coincidentally, uh, you know, just like how the Grammys fucked up a few weeks ago on the on the music front. Um, you know, they screwed up this best picture thing, but now I didn't really pay too much close attention when it went on, but apparently they also screwed up the, um, you know, when they show like people who've passed away over the yeah, past year, yeah, yeah, yeah. like they were getting some of the, the names tribute. and photos mixed up. Oh my God. So it just seemed like it was, a, it was, this, this isn't a first year thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, same thing with the Grammys. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Stagehand forgot to plug in James Hetfield's microphone. You know, it's yeah, like, you're like, you've been doing this for 50 years or this something. Is, <laughs> this is the main show that these guys are doing. I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure they're not doing something bigger than the Grammys or the, or the, the Oscars, you know, it's like, come on guys, get with it. Like if, you know, if we, we did that here at the studio man we'd be out on our asses oh totally and you know what it comes down to is that they always turn around and they're like who are you guys where's bob and vj i guess they probably found a better gig they split what do you mean they got a better gig they're like family they're in a jet now over japan we heard they got a gig with the monkeys the, the fucking monkeys you're kidding me yeah, yeah, those whoever was in charge of handing out those envelopes needs to go play with the monkeys cuz yeah. Uh, I think whoever's in charge of handing out those envelopes and plugging in microphones should be on the fucking tribute next year. <laughs> you know? They probably will be. It is Hollywood. They're going to give them the fucking axe, you know, and give them the black dahlia treatment out there, you know. Absolutely, yeah. man. Well, but speaking of tributes, you know, there is one tribute that we here at the Power Hour of Love would like to give out. You know, we um have used the clip a few times of like Absolutely. one of our favorite actors. Mm -hmm. 
That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. And unfortunately, you know, this week it was game over for him. Yeah. You know, Bill Paxton, the legend, you know, died during complications in a surgery he was having at the age of 61. But he was such an esteemed actor, such an awesome memory for so many people in so many different genres and everything oh, like yeah. that. And oh, yeah. he was acclaimed in so many different ways. I mean, I think most people our age probably remember him best from Twister. Of course. You know, that yeah. huge movie that blew oh, up yeah. in the late 90s blew there. Up, but... Yeah, blew, blew through the <laughs> 90s. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But, uh, but, you know, most famously to me, I think his, his hat trick of horror action movies, like, will always make him one of the, the the coolest actors in my mind that he was in a Terminator film, a Predator film, and an Aliens film. You know, he's probably the only actor to say that he was in all three of one of those movies. So that was really cool. But he's done so much great work over his entire career that, that we're just saddened to lose such a gifted and talented actor. But uh, just wanted to say thanks to him for all the contributions he gave over his lifetime to uh, the entertainment business and to, you know, making everybody smile. Absolutely, man. Like you said, great character actor, always in awesome movies. Like you said, those great action films. Mm -hmm. And watch, now you know Arnold is going to push to be in the next Alien movie just so he could try to break that. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Rest in peace, Bill Paxton. And with that being said, let's lead into our first musical break of the night. Here we have the Proto-Men with Princes of the Universe. Yeah! 
And that was the Proto Man with Princes of the Universe. Yeah, the Proto Man, you know, it's really hard to tell the difference there between Queen's original version and that version of the song. Oh, absolutely, man. That's quite a remarkable cover. I mean, those guys should tour as like a tribute band. Absolutely, man. You know, you see that a lot now, you know, these different groups, especially like bands like Queen, Led Zeppelin, Black Sabbath, you know, they have a lot of tribute bands that go around. And, you know, mm -hmm. from what I understand, those guys make some pretty good money. Oh, absolutely. I, th I think the Proto Men should definitely look into that. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I know the Proto Men definitely make their rounds and they have their fan base. You know, we've seen them a few times. Even one time they did a full night of Queen cover songs. So, yeah, absolutely. You know, but that's definitely something they could look up if, you know, things start to get a little stale. Oh, definitely. But what would ever get stale about rocking songs based on the Mega Man series? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, definitely the, the, you know, the Blue Bomber there, you know, definitely, you know, uh, d you guys can check out the Proto Men on iTunes and YouTube and, you know, just all over the interwebs. And um, <laughs> definitely uh, they're a great group. Okay, but that's enough talking about the Proto Man. We need to talk about Senor Boyle. It's his wonderful and amazing birthday yes. today, and we should all yes. be excited. And all I the agree. beautiful people out there should be happy and feel blessed to be able to listen to the soothing and beautiful sounds of Senor Boyle. I, I agree. I absolutely agree, <laughs> Albandito. Yes, it's my birthday. It's my day. And um, yes, and what I want you all to do now, being that it's my birthday, I want you to call the love line. If you don't know what the love line is, it's our own toll-free number that you can call in and leave us a message any time of the day. That's right. It's open 24-7. And, you know, Senor Bull is taking the time on his birthday to talk to all of you beautiful people. The least you can do is talk right back. Absolutely. So take a moment right now or when you get off of work or when you get home later tonight or tomorrow or over the weekend and give Senor Boyle a call at the love line, 1-844-944-LOVE, and leave him a birthday wish. Absolutely. I'd, I'd love to hear from you guys. And, you know, we're going to go through the various messages later. And, and we're next week, we're going to play some of my favorites. So that could be your gift to Senor Boyle. Just a lovely phone message saying happy birthday. And if you want to send some, you know, nude photos or something like that, too, oh. you can send them to elbandito at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> but no, don't do that. That's not really my email. So <laughs> I don't know who'd get that if you sent that. But you can send them to the power hour of love at gmail.com. And uh, well, I'll make sure to get them. <laughs> Absolutely, El Bandito. And now since it is still my birthday, you know, I'm going to pick the next segment. Oh, okay. Well, so tell me, what's your favorite segment? Well, my favorite segment is... Podunk News. All right, man. Like I said earlier, I'm very excited because there's a lot of good podunk news going on out there. First up, we got a classic C.J. Ramon coming back with a brand new album. Wow, a whole brand new album? Absolutely. It's titled American Beauty. <laughs> nice. And we're not going to have to wait long because it's coming out March 17th. Awesome. So it's coming out on St. Patrick's Day. So when you're totally ripped, you'll be like, yeah, I'll buy that. Absolutely. <laughs> and I do know it's like kind of right around the time of a Mr. Bandito's birthday as well so you know who knows you might have to get that as a gift from me el bandito i know you'd <laughs> love that oh absolutely it won't quite be my birthday yet so i can still buy you something <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know it, it's funny that we're talking about albums because another piece of news that we have is that at the drive-in will be releasing their first album in 17 years later on this year oh that's pretty exciting 
That's their first album in 17 years. What prompted them to make a new album now? I don't know. I think they heard about this event called Reunite, and they were like, wow, <laughs> it would just be great for the for to get back together and, like, you know, make an album. Yeah, no, I, I'm not I, – I think the guys had kind of split up and, mm-hmm. like, maybe periodically done some touring and stuff, but they just had never gone back into the studio. Wow, that's a, that's pretty wild, man. Well, well, we'll be keeping an eye out for that here in the near future. But I have to say there's one piece of news that I have to cover because, you know, last week we talked about Matt Reeves dropping out of directing the Batman movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's well, going on with that? Further reading into that article, it was like, well, if cooler heads prevail, you know, the talks <laughs> may continue. And sure enough, it looks like, again, they've signed Matt Reeves from Cloverfield and whatnot and what have you to direct this new The Batman movie uh, in place of of Ben Affleck, who had dropped out earlier this year, no. so it seems like he is in fact going to be the director. It was a little weird because Warner Brothers made the announcement, and IGN reached out to them, being like, "Hey, did you guys purposely leave out who the lead, you know, <laughs> actor's going to be?" Because there was no mention of Ben Affleck. Oh, and man. their only response was that Ben Affleck is still attached to the project. Okay, so, that's it, like, though. Yeah, we'll man, see what happens with that. those guys at Warner Brothers need to chill out, man. Like, how can yeah. they have so many people? Like, people are literally dying to direct Marvel movies. And, like, yeah. people, like, work with Warner Brothers, and they're just like, nope. I don't even want to do this, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, dude, they even asked Kevin Smith, like, you know, online, like, not Warner Brothers, but people asked him, like, why don't you direct the movie? And Kevin <laughs> Smith was like, nope. <laughs> He's like, I ain't going near that one again. Yeah. Now, in truly humble fashion, Kevin Smith was like, I don't I don't have the actual chops as a director to direct that movie. But, you know. Well, I, I personally think Kevin Smith could pull it off, but he's going to want to do it the Kevin Smith way. Yeah. And, you know, Warner Brothers, he, he's worked with them before, so sure. he probably just knows that. It's not going to be that way. You know, you probably told Ben Affleck that. And Ben Affleck, I'll, I'll trust him. I'm Ben Affleck. I'll, I'll do what I want, you know. Well, no, it's it's funny because I think uh, Kevin Smith always kind of refers to himself as kind of the clown prince of directing. <laughs> I think he thinks that an undertaking of that size and scope would require a lot more discipline than, than he would have, you know. But either way, cool of him to, to kind of put in his two cents and be humble about it at the sure. same time. No, that's awesome. Well, speaking of movies that it was easy to find a director for, <laughs> it looks like Logan is slated to be Hugh Jackman's last appearance as Wolverine and is coming out, I think, tomorrow, right? Yes. I yeah, technically came out today, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, like you said, the early screenings mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But yeah, you know, once again, a- another thing that I'm more than happy to share my birthday with. So yeah, definitely Logan <laughs> releasing, you know. And this movie looks amazing. I mean, I have <sighs> um, to say, like, everything about it to me is like thumbs up absolutely you know just it, it kind of almost looks like a good terminator movie and when i say mm-hmm. i mean like just like it's kind of feel and like kind of you know you can tell it has some humor in it but it's not like that sure can't be humor it's going to be good in an action flick you know? oh definitely and, and i have to say a lot of the trailers for it have been buzzing kind of the idea that this is set outside of the X-Men cinematic universe that Fox has been building up in sure. kind of two different avenues with the past and the new type of X-Men. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, you know, the the one comment that Wolverine makes to X-23 in the trailer where he says about half of this stuff happened and none of it like this, you know, and he's talking oh. about an X-Men comic. So, you know, is, is he living in the real X-Universe while the movies are a fantasy that even he didn't really oh, participate cool. in? Well, that, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll have to wait and see what's up, but... In regards to this being his last appearance as Wolverine, Hugh Jackman, of course, came out with the coolest comment this week where he said, if Wolverine, 
got the chance to join the Avengers, he would absolutely pick up the claws again. So. Oh, that's pretty cool. And, you know, and just as we've seen in the comics, that definitely has happened. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it wouldn't be outside the realm of possibility besides, like, you know, Fox and yeah. Marvel playing nice, which would be amazing if they could do a, mm-hmm. a Sony deal so that, you know, Marvel can kind of really fix X-Men. <laughs> you know? Well, you know, I have to say, I don't think X-Men, the the kind of new stuff with it is that, that bad. No, Considering no, how no. convoluted X-Men comics are, because sure. they, they're really, they don't make a lot of sense. Yeah. But what I do think is cool is that, you know, when they rebooted the Avengers kind of in the mid-2000s, and they, they came up with, the, with uh, it was kind of before the new Avengers, like the pre-Civil War, mm-hmm. like re-togethering, reassembling of the Avengers, they had Spider-Man and yes. Wolverine as part of the Avengers. So that'd be really cool to see. But then Miss Marvel was leading part of the team. So now she's going to be in the movies. So they have kind of carte blanche to do whatever they want anywhere with all the different characters. So it'll be great to see what they end up finally pulling together. Absolutely, El Bandito. Well, if that comes together, that would be very cool to see him return to the role. It's going to be kind of weird if they pick another actor or someone to play Wolverine, you know, Mm -hmm. because, you know, it's just gotten so used to seeing him in there. But, you know, at the same time, I guess there is time to hang up your anamantium skeleton you know <laughs> absolutely uh one quick piece of fun news that i i've i come across over this week was that danny treo you know also mm. another famous action movie star absolutely you know, he's going to be opening up a new coffee and donut shop <laughs> in texas so yeah that should be pretty interesting to see maybe we'll have to take a trip out there sometime and go get some danny treo coffee and uh and uh Donuts. I I, uh, I I normally get my coffee and donuts for free. So. <laughs> <laughs> a joke off Danny Trejo's famous story when they asked him why he became a stuntman or how he be- first became a stuntman and everything. And yep. he said that he used to actually be in a gang. Yep. And he was like a gangbanger would go yep. around and get into trouble. And someone came across saying, hey, we have this opportunity for you to be in a movie as an extra. And he went on set and the uh, staff there came up to him yep. and said, hey, the star of this film here who... You know, he he was didn't want a name. You know, yep. he said this action star is kind of a little stiff. You know, he actually hits the people like that he's acting with really hard sometimes. Uh-huh. And we just wanted to make sure you were going to be cool about it. And Danny Trejo famously told him, like, "Do I still get paid?" Yep. And the guy's like, "Well, yeah." He says, "Well, shit, I'm used to getting my ass kicked for free." <laughs> <laughs> Man, that dude just seems like an awesome guy to hang out with. You know, I would if we lived closer to Texas, I would definitely go to his uh, donut and coffee shop. Absolutely, <laughs> it's funny they said they were going to take online orders, but he don't read texts. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like that's all the things we have time for in Podunk News. So now it's time for all the things by Dualcore. Not every geek with a Commodore 64 can hack into NASA. Drink all the booze, hack all the things Drink all the booze, hack all 
virus writers that we mentioned. But instead, they ascended to the VX heavens and reincarnated as live wires. Still inside, we hide ciphers and sign device drivers. Which school will we hit next? They didn't learn the format, so we've got a print app. Next step is a chin check. Freestyles that I spit best, they didn't decrypt yet. I crush internet MCs and rhyme battles. Get your Wi-Fi tackled, hacked by pineapple. I don't think you'll like my snapple, cause I popped it with vodka and a cyanide capsule. That was dual core with all the things. What'd you think of that one, El Bandito? Oh, that was an awesome song, man. I really like the video that's with it too. You know, it shows all their different performances over the years in, in mm-hmm. Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they actually performed out at DEFCON, I don't remember what number it was, but yeah, big hacker convention out in Vegas a few years ago. Yeah, so that was super cool. But I remember, didn't we see them way, way, way back in the day? Oh, yeah. We're probably talking like Nerdapalooza 2012, baby. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. I remember we actually managed to get like, we were there super early. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. We, we managed to get way in the front. Way in yeah. the front. We were like at the barricade. We were. We in the, were. And their performance in there. And uh, they did a freestyle rap. 
Mm-hmm. And I remember we had dressed up and we we dressed up like uh, well I guess we weren't really dressed up but we had shirts yes with yes. capes attached to them yeah. and and you know Senior Boyle was Batman and I oh, was yeah. Robin yep yep <laughs> and as they're doing a freestyle rap at the end of the show they totally called us out and we're like yeah we're here rapping and hanging with Batman and Robin yep <laughs> like, no, what? That, was, that was great man and I remember we were definitely drinking a lot of booze and uh, <laughs> I don't say we were hacking a lot of things but we were definitely probably you know <laughs> yeah, stumbling I, down the street. <laughs> I think I was trying to uh, hack into some girls' pants if that counts. But <laughs> <laughs> what are you not trying to do that? Old <laughs> no doubt. But it was funny. Like you know, I, I searched for them on YouTube to look up that video, mm-hmm. and it comes up with a bunch of links to like people who are posting their watchdog videos. Oh yeah, like with that song on it. Oh, okay. and I'm like, man, yeah, that that was a missed opportunity. The watchdogs oh, video game definitely has yeah. to, yeah, you know, get in on that, and uh, especially since. You have to drink all the booze to ever fucking play that piece of shit game, but you know, <laughs> absolutely, man. Well, definitely, you know, while they might not want to play Watchdogs, they're probably definitely going to want to listen to some more Dual Course. So you guys can definitely check him out on Bandcamp, iTunes, um, you know, as we said, YouTube. We'll be sure to post the uh, video to all the things very soon. Yeah, and all the things we have, so keep an eye out. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Well, I got to tell you, Albandito, you know, since it's my birthday, um, I think the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go into this other room, Yeah. and I'm taking this whole cake with me. You're just going to leave? I'm, I'm going to eat this whole cake. <laughs> Like you, you the the if I if I can finish this cake before the end of the show, yeah, like I'll be back. But <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna go eat this now. So what am, you, what am I supposed to do? I, I don't know. Like I, oh, you know what? You know who's been calling? Uh, he's been calling the love line like almost every day. Who's that? Is a uh, uh, Captain Joel. Over, over at over at Big Dog Comics, he told me that he had okay. a lot of stuff that he wanted to tell us about, like what's going. You know, he heard uh, last week's episode with uh, DC Eric, which if you guys didn't catch, you can check us out on McPatch's Media Podbean, where you can listen to all of our old episodes. Mm-hmm. You know, from the beginning till t- till now, <laughs> and uh, you know, get all caught up. But yeah, uh, Captain Joel had heard uh, you know our, our episode last week with DC Eric, mm-hmm. and he like wanted to tell us some more about what's going on in the world of comics. so and, Okay, you know, well, well, it sounds good. Well, go celebrate your birthday, oh, have yeah. a bit of cake there, oh, yeah. and it's, I'm, I'm going to ring up Captain Joel yeah, over it's here. It's my birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you hold on a second? I have car waiting. Well, Captain Joel said he's actually in the middle of playing a D&D game right now, so I guess we should let him know ahead of time that we're, when we're planning to call him. <laughs> but either way, he was able to just give me a quick list of comics that I should run down for all of you beautiful people out there. So these are all new releases this month. Starting off is the Amazing Spider-Man event, Dead No More, The Clone Conspiracy. This issue is entitled Omega Number 1, whatever that means, you know. And it says it's finally going to close the door on the clone conspiracy. So it's an oversized one-shot that explores the fallout of the Jackal's failed cloning experiment. Now, you know, just me personally, I think we've seen enough cloning crap in the Amazing Spider-Man series. But hey, if people are digging it, people are digging it. So go check it out. It's supposed to be a hot comic. Next up, he mentioned the Rat Queens, Volume 2. The number one is also now available. 
Now, Rat Queen is kind of a D&D, like, fantasy-esque story-looking thing, you know? So for any, like, D&D Pathfinder fans and things like that, this may be a comic that you definitely want to check out because it seems to have some, like, really cool artwork with a lot of beautiful women's. Uh, and, you know, it just seems like a pretty pretty interesting all-around take on uh, kind of fantasy genre. So be sure to check out their new volume coming out. Also, Superman number 18 as part of the DC Universe Rebirth is coming out. I'm sure I don't have to tell anyone about that. If you happen to miss our episode last week, you missed out on a lot of our Rebirth talk. But go ahead and check it out on McBatch's Podbean, where you can find that and all of our archived episodes for your listening pleasures. Well, Dynamite is making a splash this week, coming out with James Bond number one. Dynamite's been doing some great things with the James Bond license so far, and they're going to go ahead and relaunch the Bond title with a new number one and a new creative team. This is going to be helmed up by Ben Percy and the artist Ralph Labosco. Okay, next up on the list is one that I think a lot of people are getting into because of the new TV show that's come out, but it's Riverdale. And what they did is they've produced a one-shot comic, so it's just a one-time thing that you go and buy, and it basically revolves around the CW's new series, Riverdale. Now, again, this is the, like, old Archie comics, you know, Betty and Veronica and all those Jughead peoples, and, and they're all in, like, this new TV show, and this is a comic book kind of presenting it, kind of bridging that gap between the comic world and this TV world, which they say is actually, like, really light years from where the old show used to be. It's almost like kind of like a mystery adventure story now where like, you know, they're trying to solve a mystery or a crime or something. I, I don't really keep up with it, but it sounds pretty wild. So if any of you beautiful people out there have happened to see it, man, feel free to shoot us an email about it here at the Power Hour because we'd love to know what's up. Ooh, this one has a really great name. America Number 1 is also coming out this month. America Chavez... You know, the, the, the big upstarter here in the Marvel Universe has now got a relaunch and is now the leader of the Ultimates. So she seems to be making some headway there, so that's very good. Um, it says it will explore her newfound responsibilities and, and attempts at living a semi-normal college student life. So basically it sounds like, you know, Peter Parker to the 10th degree, you know? <laughs> and last but not least, Zatanna, the trade paperback by Paul Dini, is hitting the shelves this month. Now, diehard fans probably remember Paul Dini as forever being associated as the, you know, co-creator of Harley Quinn. But, you know, he's made such an impact on the DC Universe. You know, after he wrote so many amazing stories for the Batman animated series in the early 90s, he went on to actually write for Detective Comics and wrote a ton of Batman stories over the years with all the different characters and everything like that. And one of his most famous works was a book all about Zatanna and the Black Canary, and it's just really cool. It's from 2011, and now they've collected it all in a big trade paperback, so it's definitely one not to be missed. And that's what's going on in comics this month. So if you have a free minute, and if you're in the area, run on down to your local comic shop or come up here to Big Dog Comics and Thunderdome Gaming up in Fort Pierce and check out some of these amazing titles and many, many more and say hi to the man himself, the St. Lucie County Superman, Captain Joel. Well, I know we're all having a lot of fun now with Senior Boyle out of the studio and getting to talk about comics and things like this, but it's unfortunately my sad duty to also let you guys know that a local band is in need. That's right, the local legends, Nation of Decay, winner of the 2015 Oski Metal Band Award, needs a little bit of help right now, so we just wanted to put out the message and let everyone know that they have started a GoFundMe page for the lead singer, Scott Dixon's wife. She is apparently very ill. She's been hospitalized, and he's been hospitalized a few times too, and it seems like some kind of mystery affliction that is affecting them here. 
but his wife has already had to undergo surgery because of this. They've, they're trying to rule out things like cancer and stuff like this, and they can't seem to find the root of the problem here. So they're just bouncing in and out of the hospital. And unfortunately, uh, his wife seems to be taking the brunt of it right now. Um, now, she is a LPN, you know, works in the medical field. So it's, it's such a shame to see someone who puts her heart out there to try to help other people to fall victim to illness herself and then to have to face all of these like huge medical expenses. So, you know, we're just putting the word out that they have started a GoFundMe page and we have posted a link up on our Facebook page at Bauer Hour of Love. So make sure to please check it out. Uh, you know, visit their page, throw some support their way, donate whatever you can, five, ten, fifteen, twenty dollars, a hundred dollars if you can. I mean, you know, every little bit helps. So please, you know, this is a, a local band, uh, you know, an award-winning band and a great person, you know, someone who gives back to her community and, you know, we, we just want to help them out however we can. So if you have the resources, like get over there, give what you can, and let's try to make a difference and make sure that these kind of, you know, finances aren't what keeps people from being healthy. Okay, well, thank you all for listening to that, and I hope you can, you know, take a moment to support them. But for now, let's try to jump into something a little more upbeat. We have a great track here, a throwback track to a more lighthearted musical time. This is MC Lars with This Gigantic Robot Kills. Billy built a robot in his parents' garage Because he had a list of problems that he needed to solve He said, I'm sick of the hills Laguna Beach is fake and whack Let's party like it's 96 and bring the horn section back Back before when Stefani started rapping with Pharrell Gas cost 115 and Goldfinger could sell When reality TV wasn't scripted or contrived The brass was fat and bumping and the beats were all played live See, Billy was obsessed with third wave Scott The mighty Boston's real big fish Less than Jake, he's seen them all He longed for a time when even Bill Clinton played the sax On the White House lawn and kids wore shades and checkered slacks So Billy sits back in the class and laughs With a notebook on his lap and he plans his task To make a giant robot, how's that? And bring the real Orange County back White shoes, black hat, said to attack the robot Headed to the hills to give those spoiled kids a smack Chris kept Larry, got not flat As Billy bumped the aquabats He ripped out Misha Barton's spines He cranked safe Ferris and Sublime He burned down Heidi Montag's home And he blast the O.C. super tones He screamed while smashing Elsie's head Stop, it's not dead
And that was MC Lars with this gigantic robot kills. <laughs> that was go. Oh, look. Okay, Senior Boyle's coming back in the studio now. Uh, hey, uh, uh, how's it going, El Bandito? Did Did you eat that whole cake already? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I told I, I totally told you I was gonna eat my whole birthday cake. <laughs> you you got like fun. crumbs and stuff all over you, man. Uh, what are you, what are you, and you sound terrible. It's my did, birthday. <laughs> yeah. Did you seriously eat that whole big thing? Yeah. Well, I, I that was like eat, a thirty-inch sheet cake, man. Uh, yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, maybe I should should have shared some. <laughs> My stomach's not. Feeling. You should have saved me a piece. You didn't even give me a piece. No, I ate it all. I haven't eaten that much chocolate in like two months. Oh. Hey, but last time I didn't receive a piece, and I was told that just I just pass. Oh, but you know what, man? Like, even though I'm like feeling really full, I did hear like inside the studio that you were playing some MC Lars in here. Absolutely, we were playing this gigantic robot kills. Oh man, you know, you know, I'm always big about things being gigantic. You know, <laughs> like I'm, I'm definitely down with that. And um, yeah, MC Lars is great, man. I've seen him numerous times. Yeah, on a bunch of his records. You know, it, it, it's it's just really, really good tunes. You know, he, he calls himself a post punk uh, laptop rap. <laughs> like you know, he doesn't. I mean, he you know he'll, he'll tie in with the nerdcore thing as well. But you know, definitely. he likes to kind of define himself. But yeah, he's always very good with like uh, literature based mm -hmm. songs. Like he has songs about like Captain Ahab and like you know the Raven. And, yeah, you know, he's he's, yeah. he's great working in some you know nods to whatever source material he has. But also, I love that his music is so upbeat all the time. Oh yeah, you're not you gonna know? really get a like a you know a moody Lars song. You know, I mean, he has some <laughs> more serious stuff where you know he sure. talks about some issues and stuff. But like, absolutely, he's you know always trying to keep it up and moving and, and happy and like 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 with that song you know this gigantic robot kills you know it's it's a it's a it's a tribute to um to ska you know like the old yeah you know, like big you know like in the late 80s early 90s you know kind of thing like kids skanking and stuff like that and absolutely kinda... yeah I, I remember at some of his shows he'll do that and he'll have everyone come up and do the skanking dances and stuff. yep yep <laughs> on the stage and stuff even when i saw him at the warp tour he even had some music. oh that's it awesome like, it's cool that no matter the size of the venue you know mm -hmm. he sticks to his roots and he was wearing his like gold-plated cartridge that he was wearing around his neck that's so, pretty cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Definitely. You know, so yeah, if you guys want to check out MC Lars, you know, you can find him on YouTube, you know, all those great places, uh, iTunes, download some of his tracks. But if you like MC Lars, he has an upcoming event that we're going to talk about in our event segment right now. Well, before we get to that, on March 2nd through the 5th, we got to talk about the Okeechobee Music and Art Festival that's going on in Okeechobee, Florida. Wow, they're having a music and art festival out there? That's pretty awesome. Absolutely, man. This is actually its second year iteration. So, Oh, I guess that's right. I remember about that. It's a huge like multi-day festival that they have out there, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's March 2nd through the 5th. So, you know, yeah, I guess they can share my birthday weekend too. <laughs> you know? I mean, no, absolutely. No, it's really cool for an event of this size and magnitude to be coming, you know, to to Central Florida. Mm -hmm. um, the price tag is a little heavy. <laughs> it's a... Uh, 280 for four day pass. So yeah, that that is for four days though, so that's not bad. I mean, you split that up, that's only what seventy bucks a day. Or about something? that, about that, and it's going to feature uh, Kings of Leon, Usher, Bass Nectar, Pretty Lights, and many more. 
Wow, is that like like the Usher? Yeah, yeah. Like wow, the, okay. The now now Usher. we know why they cost that much. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty awesome. I mean, Kings of Leon, Bass Nectar, and all that too. But sure. dang, Usher, that's pretty cool. Oh yeah, they're definitely going to try to make it worth the money. And there's a lot of a lot of other acts that are going to be there too mm-hmm. that people are really into. You know, in the underground scene, one of the big things that they're doing is that they're going to have this big like collaborative jam session kind of. Oh, thing. cool! So like all the different artists are going to get together and perform like off the off the hook so uh yeah definitely if you got the cash and the time and time (laughs) off you know uh go and head out and see the okeechobee music festival this weekend sounds good well if the okeechobee music festival is a little too far away from you if you happen to be up in vero beach near the stamp they're having an amazing free show on friday march 3rd they're going to have nathan maxwell from flogging molly and the bunny gang the attack an orlando punk band Scatterbrains, Hunting with Dick Cheney, and many, many more. Now, this is going to be a free show that's going to start at 9 p.m. up in Vero Beach. So if you don't make it out to the Okeechobee Music and Art Festival on March 3rd, that Friday night, make it up to the Stamp Up in Vero. And yes, absolutely. I'm more than happy to share my birthday weekend <laughs> with the Stamp because that place is always a rocking time. Oh, absolutely. But it looks like you'll be sharing your birthday with one other show. And it's okay. This this one's good, too. They're all good. We're very happy to have these great events coming at us. On March 4th, which is Saturday, we're going to have Suicidal Tendencies, Crowbar, and Havoc. And they're going to be appearing at the Harborside Event Center in Fort Myers. Tickets for this event are $27, and the show starts at 8 p.m. Super cool, man. Well, that sounds like quite an exciting weekend there, but the fun doesn't stop. On the following Tuesday, March 7th, the Dropkick Murphys will be performing at Revolution Live down in Fort Lauderdale. That show's $28, so they're a dollar more than the other show, you know, <laughs> just trying to top them. But it's going to start at 6.30 p.m. So that's kind of a middle-of-the-week show, which is a little unusual. But, sure. man, if you're in the area, definitely got to check it out. I have to say the string of bands that we've had coming to South Florida <laughs> this early part of the year, like, has been just phenomenal. Yeah, definitely. It's some pretty huge acts. Absolutely. You know, we had the Dead Kennedys, then Guttermouth and Agent Orange, and uh, now, you know... Was, ICP? Uh, yeah, Insane Clown Posse. It's, it's, it's been a, an action-packed early 2017. Just very excited to see what the rest of it's going to bring. But before we close out the events, just like as we started it with, we definitely have to mention this big MC Lars show that's going down on March 10th. So that's going to feature MC Lars and Megaran in the MC Lars and Megaran Experience. Oh, man, I've seen some promotional material for this, and it's it's done up just like the old Beavis and Butthead Experience <laughs> cover, so I'm like, this is pretty cool. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Well, that's going to be on Friday, March 10th, up at Back Booth in Orlando. It's only $13, and it starts at 7 p.m., so that's definitely something, if the, you're in the area, that is not to be missed. Absolutely. I'm sure they're going to have some local nerdcore action opening up the show too so definitely get down there early and enjoy some mc lars and megaran all right well that'll about wrap things up for the events segment so we're going to jump into one final musical break here we have the death tones with the cover of the suicidal tendencies subliminal
That was the Deftones with their cover of Subliminal, originally by the Suicidal Tendencies. Well, there's something for all the Podunk fans out there. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Absolutely, man. You know, also, you know, gives everyone a, a feeling to go out and check out the Suicidal Tendencies coming up this weekend. Well, man, you know, it's been a really awesome show. I'm glad I was able to, you know, share my birthday with UL Bandito and the uh, mm-hmm. the Podunk fans out there. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, and if everyone's going out to check out the Suicidal Tendencies concert this weekend or the Okeechobee F- Music Festival or any of those awesome events, remember that it is on Senor Boyle's birthday weekend. So take a moment when you're driving to your destination of choice while you're sitting at home with your loved ones, pick up the phone and dial 1-844-944-LOVE. Give us a call here on the Love Line and drop a thank you or a fuck off to Senor Boyle for his birthday and for all of the wonderful hosting that he does for you absolutely well hey you know i'm i i think all that sugar that i ate in that cake has like given me like a second win so like <laughs> i'm gonna get out of here right now el bandito so i'll i'll, I'll see you later okay oh, oh, oh okay <laughs> all right all right, all right. <laughs> well i guess that means i have to go too but in case he catches this on the rerun senor boyle i have to say happy birthday to you sir Thank you for all that you do here on the Power Hour and for being my friend for all these many, many years. You know, I hope you had a super special day, and I'm glad I got to spend it with you. Okay, well, we'll catch all the rest of you beautiful people next Thursday night at 10, right here only on Podunk Radio. Yeah. I don't understand. Things were going so great, but what happened? Something must have happened. It's not you. It's me. Uh, listen, I was thinking 
we should break up or whatever. I am breaking up with you. Consider that a divorce.